conservative? You bet. Controversial? Right again. It's time to squabble on the Jim Benson Show. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Jim Benson Show, conservative talk radio addressing the issues that concern you here on the BBS radio network. Starting off today's program, I want to play a brief audio segment from President Trump's lawyer Rudy Rudy Giuliani's Common Sense podcast series. This one is from episode 175, posted uh, two days ago, October 1, titled Joe Biden, colon, boss of the Biden crime family. This segment is toward the end of the podcast and is part of a conversation between Giuliani and New York Post reporter Miranda Devine, who's written extensively about the mountain of evidence of bewildering corruption involving Joe Biden and some of his family members. The segment starts off in the middle of comments by Devine in which she is relating how then-Vice President Joe Biden allegedly lied about the true reason for his appearance at a dinner arranged by Biden's son Hunter at a posh Washington, D.C. restaurant with a number of oligarchs and officials from several foreign countries who were there ostensibly seeking influence from Biden and the Obama administration. Devine has extensively studied the contents of Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop, which allegedly reveals years of staggering corruption and huge sums of foreign money taken by Joe Biden and his relatives. She's coming out shortly with a new book on all this, and Giuliani is also relating what he discovered in this matter and how the Washington establishment refused to act on any of it, and this is including – Material he presented to then Attorney General Bill Barr, as I understand, a year before last year's election, which Bill Barr, who in my opinion has turned out to be a real deep state mole, uh, refused to act on that at all. Anyway, as Giuliani states, this was all part of the so-called deep state's unrelenting efforts to remove President Trump from office. Why? Well, as I and many others see it, Trump posed a terrible threat to the power and money flowing into the hands of the elites of the political class and oligarchy of this country with their lucrative business deals and payoffs from communist China. And speaking of mountains of evidence, there's plenty of evidence that in the end, since they were unable to get rid of Trump any other way, a very sophisticated and carefully orchestrated coup was executed, which threw the 2020 election to Joe Biden and finally succeeded in, in removing Trump from office. Play soundbite A, please. They get away with it. They get away with this stream of lies. And uh, I'm hoping that when the book comes out, it's the evidence is so overwhelming and the narrative is so piles on top of pile. I mean, even when I was writing it, I would have to step away from my desk and I would I would just I couldn't believe what I was reading. I mean, I just couldn't believe it. And it's only when you write it that you understand all the links and how Hunter Biden and his his bumbling uncle were right in the center of some of the most powerful geopolitical forces these tectonic shifts in power dynamics between Russia and China and the United States and Hunter and Jim Biden are like naive, bumbling fools in the middle of it all. It's insane. Yeah, and, and selling Joe's office, selling his name. And ultimately, the thing that drove me is selling the vice presidency of the United States. 
I mean, just what just what do those people think of us in that country? We go to Ukraine. We go to Ukraine and we preach uh, uh, corruption, no corruption. And they laugh at us and say, well, you know, your guy was more corrupt than any of us. I mean, it, I've had that told to me in, in uh, Ukraine. And remember, Miranda, before I ever saw the hard drive, I had already had testimony from 30 witnesses. I had a, a paper proof of a $3.4 million money laundering by Hunter in which Joe got 800000 And I had Ukrainian prosecutors telling me for eight years or six years, they've been trying to get their hands on two bank accounts, offshore bank accounts, that they were convinced had money that was going to Joe. And it was our Treasury Department that stopped them. And even with Trump in office, we couldn't get the Treasury Department to lift it. And every time I wanted to bring them over to the United States, these people who were government officials of the Ukraine, who basically said that Joe Biden paid, got a bribe from Zloshevsky to fix the case with Poroshenko. And then Poroshenko got a bribe of 50 million. This is, they're willing to testify to this. I have it all recorded. And I, and I gave it in good faith. I gave it to the State Department. They buried it. And then I gave it to the U.S. Attorney's Office a year before the election. The U.S. Attorney was very excited about it. And three weeks later, he lost interest in the case. And it was Why? The they weren't going to. I mean, I, I never believed this. You told me this five years ago, the deep state. It exists and it's worse than I thought. They were getting they were getting they were getting Trump out of office no matter how. If you've been watching and listening to the so-called mainstream news media, which are in reality propaganda mouthpieces for the Democratic Party and by proxy, the Communist Chinese Party. You've undoubtedly been seeing and hearing over and over that the supposedly infamous and expensive 2020 election results forensic audit of Arizona's Maricopa County, the fourth most populous county in the U.S., confirmed that Joe Biden won the presidency and that there was no fraud. I say the lying sycophants who would try to foist this hoax of Biden won no fraud on the American people are worthy of zero respect. They are part, or at the very least willing supporters, of an international criminal conspiracy that threw this election to Biden and now seek to cover up exposure of this fraud to the citizenry. Whether or not those who orchestrated the 2020 election coup that installed Joe Biden in the White House will ever be brought to justice, their treasonous acts constitute one of the biggest crimes in American history. When it comes to the Biden one, there was no fraud, lie and hoax about the Arizona audit, nothing could be further from the truth. If you're interested in the truth, all you have to do is read over the executive summary of the audit report, which is posted now on the Internet. Just do a search under Arizona 2020 election forensic audit executive summary or something similar and the link to the summary should pop up. This summary is only a few pages long, but it contains the gist of what the auditors found and were allowed to report, along with recommendations for correcting the egregious wrongs which led to the problems encountered. And keep in mind, all this is only based on what the auditors found examining ballots 
there is still much work to be done based on deleting missing computer election files, logs, and passwords, which Maricopa County election officials have previously refused to provide and only recently agreed when faced with a loss of tens of millions in state funding to allow some access to auditors. Also, you can imagine the immense pressure on the auditors and Arizona state senators to tone down, if not outright gut, the auditor firm Cyber Ninja's final report. It's almost a miracle the report contained as much damning information as it does. You'll hear in a few moments that some of those closely following the Arizona Forensic Audit believe that there are at least 300,000 highly suspect ballots that were cast, and you can bet they were virtually all for Joe Biden, though this has not yet been officially disclosed. As has been the case everywhere in the key swing states that decided the 2020 election for Joe Biden, election officials continue to fight both tooth and nail every step of the way any and all efforts to have real forensic audits of election results while at the same time continuing to parrot the left-wing dominated establishment's official line that the election was the most free and fair in history. Allow me to read just a few paragraphs of the Maricopa County Forensic Audit Report Executive Summary to give you an idea of what was truly discovered about the election. To begin with, quote, This audit has been the most comprehensive and complex election audit ever conducted. It involved the hand counting of 2.1 million ballots, a forensic paper inspection of them, a forensic review of the voting machines, and most important, an in-depth analysis of the voter rolls and the 2020 general election final files. Many of the issues in the election can be traced back to two primary causative factors, mail-in voting and improper voter registration management. More than 80% of the ballots cast in Maricopa were via, e via mail. The guarantee of the secret ballot is not only a right that applies to the voter themselves, but it, it is also a right guaranteed to the rest of those voting in the election that the person's ballot is secret and therefore cannot have come under any undue influence. And continuing, mail-in voting eliminates secrecy in voting as it is impossible to control or know who a voter shares their ballot with and what is done with it prior to it being mailed in or dropped off. 57,734 ballots with serious issues were identified in the audit. These issues – what they're saying here is they're, they're illegal, illegal votes – these issues include improper voter registration, improper votes, and discrepancies in the registration. This is a conservative estimate as there were other identified problems that were not quantified nor included in the total, likely resulting in a much larger number of flawed ballots. Additional issues identified, backdated registrations, multiple voter registrations linked to the same voter affidavit. Voters without records in a commercial database and printing defects rendering thousands of ballots as suspicious. In the 2020 presidential election, the margin of victory was only 10,457 votes, a small fraction of the 57,734 ballots with known issues. Again, this is almost six times the margin of victory in the presidential race and is, a multiple, and is multiples of the margin of victory in other races. 
Based on these factual findings, the election should not be certified, and the reported results are not reliable. End quote. Remember, the audit did not confirm who won the election. That was not the intent of the audit. It merely found that there were so many flaws, irregularities, and illegal votes that the election should not have been certified. It's safe to assume that the vast majority of the illegal improper votes were cast for Biden. If that is an incorrect statement, prove me wrong. Okay, now that we have the basis of the facts of the audit, let's consider some commentary by conservatives about the audit and findings. Here's some quotes from an opinion piece by Hans von Spakowski, posted on DailySignal.com, September 30. Now, remember, the audit report was handed to the uh, Arizona State Senate on the 24th of September. Hans von Spakowski is a senior legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation, a former commissioner on the Federal Election Commission, and former, count, former counsel to the Assistant Attorney General for Civil Rights at the U.S. Department of Justice. He is a member of the board of the Public Interest Legal Foundation. His opinion piece begins, quote, Critics of the forensic audit of Maricopa County, Arizona, including local election officials, officials and many reporters who are crowing that the audit confirms that President Joe Biden won the election in Arizona, either don't understand the purpose of an audit or are trying to deliberately obscure the most worrying findings in the audit. In fact, by concentrating on only one finding – that the hand recount essentially matched the machine count from last November, they are missing the forest for the trees. That is shown by misleading headlines such as that in the Washington Post, colon, quote, Arizona ballot report affirms Biden win and lack of fraud, end quote. Continuing on in the article, no one doubts that the vote tabulation shows that Biden won the state. The fact, however, that the hand count essentially matched the machine count from last November comes as no surprise to anyone with experience in election administration. As, former, as a former county election official in two different states, I was involved in multiple recounts. Recounts almost always only show slight differences from the original ballot tabulation. The fact that the hand recount in Maricopa County matched the machine recount simply means that the computer scanners used to scan and tabulate paper ballots were working properly. However, the key point all of the critics of the audit are missing, and I'm interjecting here with my own commentary. I say they're doing this intentionally. Continuing on von Spakowski's article, quote, is that a recount simply recounts the ballots that were cast. A recount does not investigate, examine, or review the, leg the legitimacy of those ballots, end quote. Toward the end of his article – Spakovsky states, quote, Arizona law enforcement also has an obligation to investigate casting multiple ballots in the same election is a crime, as is registering and voting where you don't actually reside. Failure of state election and law enforcement officials to fulfill their duties to investigate will reflect poorly on them, close quote. Uh, you may recall if you were following this uh, that the Arizona State Senate president, I believe her name is Karen Fan, has referred – the findings of the audit to the state attorney general for investigation. We'll have to see what he does with that. Imagine the pressure is going to be on him to try to kill the whole thing. Moving on, here's some audio from Dr. Steve Turley's podcast on YouTube, September 27, titled, Why the Arizona Audit Changes Everything. 
by the way, in listening to these sound bites and my reading excerpts from articles, you'll hear some differences in totals of ballots viewed as suspect, etc. This is due to different observers giving their quick analysis of the information provided, selection of which groups of ballots or vote totals they are viewing, etc. Overall, the information basically matches, though, I believe. Play soundbite one, please. Arizona auditor out and despite a massive propaganda campaign by the mainstream media, calls to decertify the election are escalating across the nation. In this video, we're going to take a look at the results of the audit. We're going to see what President Trump had to say about those results. And stick with me to the very end of this video where I'll reveal why elections will never be the same as a result. I'm sure you all know by now. Results from the Maricopa County audit were released on Friday in a report officially given to the Arizona Senate. It was both eye-opening as well as a bit bewildering, given the way it was presented and the frankly bizarre manner in which the mainstream media covered it. Let's just start with the way the audits were presented. In short, the auditors presented their case for why 50,000 ballots were highly questionable in terms of their legality and authenticity. Now, if you don't know... That's five times the amount of votes by which Biden won Arizona, according to the certification last November. Biden won by barely 10,000 votes, and the auditors found that 50,000 votes were highly questionable and problematic in terms of their legality and authenticity. So what does they mean by that? Well, first and foremost, the auditors found 23,344 ballots that were cast by voters from their prior address, that is, who no longer live at the address at which they are registered. And the concern there, of course, is that there's the possibility of these voters voting twice. Not even they themselves, but others could potentially vote using their name and a prior address to double their vote. Secondly, there were over 10,000 people who shared the same name and birth date that appear to have voted in multiple counties. Thirdly, there's a significant discrepancy between the amount of ballots that were returned versus the amount that were mailed out. Over 9,000 more ballots were returned than were mailed out. And there's evidence of the same phone numbers being used on multiple ballots. There were blank ballots that appeared to be counted. The same person may have voted multiple times in different precincts. According to the Western Journal, over 17,000 duplicate ballots were found, meaning ballots submitted by individuals who voted more than once in the election. All said, there were upwards of 50,000 votes that were and remain highly problematic in terms of demonstrating their legality. And these votes should never have been certified given such problematics. And again, these votes tally five times the number of ballots by which Biden won, according to the certification last November. Now, the second thing that the auditors did was rather surprising. And that's the fact that they themselves made no determinations to what should be done with these votes. So the auditors didn't come out and say, well, given what we found, uh, President Trump clearly won Arizona, right? Set these votes aside and Trump carries the state by 40,000 votes, whatever. In fact, they didn't even tell us who these votes benefited. I think we can guess, of course, but instead the auditors simply highlighted these questionable votes and then turned it over to Arizona's Republican Attorney General Mark Brnovich through the Senate. So I think that's caught us a little bit by surprise that the audit didn't detail who inordinately benefited from these questionable votes. 
but instead hand it over to the attorney general to take the findings over and act accordingly. Now, all of this was made all the more bewildering given the mainstream media's coverage of the draft report that was made public ahead of the hearing where the findings were formally announced. Now, I really don't see any way around this. The mainstream media deliberately misrepresented the results of the audit. They are completely overlooking the fact that the audit found tens of thousands of questionable ballots. And so what's so interesting here is that the cyber ninjas did not say that these are illegal ballots or that they need to be thrown out. They didn't make that judgment. They simply and objectively revealed that their audit turned up tens of thousands of ballots that should not have been certified. So I'll say that again, because I do think that's key to this entire audit. Auditors found tens of thousands of ballots that should not have been certified given their questionable status. They needed to be investigated further before they could be certified as legitimate votes. And the mainstream media completely ignored that and instead claimed that the audit only confirmed that Biden won Arizona. So we're clearly in a post-information age. The mainstream media is pure propaganda at this point. We, of course, have always known that, but I think more people are seeing that than ever before. That said, I think that we're already seeing the ramifications of this audit begin to take effect in ways that I believe really are changing everything. And I did a video that you definitely want to check out on what would happen if the Arizona audit found that Trump won. I'll link it down below for you in the pinned comments section to watch after this one. But one of the things that I noted is that this audit was inevitably going to cause an avalanche of state audits all over the nation. And what do you know? That's exactly what we're beginning to see. There were now over 40 state lawmakers from various states, including State Senator Doug Mastriano of Pennsylvania, calling for a 50-state audit to see the extent to which similar problems revealed in Maricopa County are happening in counties throughout the nation. Already, Arizona State Representative Mark Fincham is calling for an audit of Pima County in Arizona, and Arizona Attorney General Brnovich has announced that he will be taking all necessary actions based on these election findings, even before the results were announced. The state of Texas announced that they'll be conducting comprehensive forensic audits in four of the state's largest counties. Are you seeing a trend here yet, right? And what's the purpose of these audits? Well, even the left knows what the purpose is, and that's why they're so panicked over this. All right, so why is the left so panicked here? Well, because they know that this avalanche of audits is going to provoke a comparable avalanche of more election integrity laws, which, of course, is freaking out CNN, the most distrusted name in fake news. They're calling these election integrity laws voter suppression laws. Moreover, State Senator Wendy Rogers announced that her petition to decertify the election has reached over a million signatures. President Trump, of course, called for the decertification of Arizona's election over the weekend at his rally in Georgia, and he did it only in his style. Check it out. As a result of the Arizona forensic audit, 41 legislators from across the nation wrote an open letter to the American people calling for audits in all 50 states and decertification of the election where appropriate, a total decertification. It is clear in Arizona that they must decertify the election. You heard the numbers. And those responsible for wrongdoing must be held accountable. 
It was a corrupt election. And it's my opinion, by the way, that Georgia is far worse. So we're seeing a groundswell of calls to decertify Arizona. We're seeing a groundswell of calls calls to audit all 50 states as well as pass more election integrity laws. But here's the really neat thing. In that video I did on what if the Arizona audit shows that Trump won, I argue that whatever semblance of support that Biden had from people who didn't vote for him, but who nevertheless were willing to support him as their president, that support would disappear. Now, I now realize that that prediction was actually wrong. It turns out that Biden is hemorrhaging support even from Democrats who voted for him. According to the latest Rasmussen polling, President Trump is officially trouncing Biden in the 2024 rematch. Rasmussen polling found that were the presidential election held today, Trump would stomp Biden by 10 points, 51% to 41%. The icing on the cake here is how Democrats would vote. According to this poll, one in five Democrats would switch and vote for Trump. Biden's actually hemorrhaging 20% of his base in this poll. And on top of all this, more patriots than ever are taking over local election precincts all across the nation. And this is what's really panicking the left. The way patriots are starting to absolutely proliferate local GOP precinct levels to oversee elections. Just in the last few months, upwards of nearly 10,000 patriots have signed up and taken over local GOP precincts, all but guaranteeing that the next elections are going to be governed at the grassroots level, at the level of the local precinct, by MAGA-loving patriots. This is what these audits have done. And again, the left is utterly panicked over this. They've galvanized the Patriot MAGA movement. And they're so worried now, the left is so worried that they're infiltrating, that's their words, Patriots are infiltrating the American electoral system so as to secure election integrity. And the left is utterly horrified over this. So we'll certainly be keeping an eye on how things develop here, but as things stand right now, the Arizona audit results are really changing everything in terms of how we will be conducting elections from this point forward, as well as galvanizing patriots to crush any semblance of legitimacy that bumbling Biden may still have. Steve Turley prides himself on always presenting a positive perspective on current events, which is fine as far as that goes, though I have to find fault with this approach in that it at times at least ignores or skims over some of the more dangerous and frightening realities of current events. Be that as it may, Dr. Turley's commentaries do tend to give one hope for the future, but I'm not so sure we are facing such a rosy future with our elections. Remember, in the recent California recall election, there's a video on the internet of someone watching CNN and you see the vote total for the recall drop by over 350,000 votes instantaneously on CNN. Wiped out, gone. Now, election people who watch people who people who watch elections uh, election authorities i would call them say that you should never see votes drop on totals you'd only see, see them add and this is an indication that someone is watching and flipping votes electronically so the elections in my opinion are still rigged in most of these places what we can be done about what can be done about it and if, it remains to be seen 
to date, most of the election integrity laws passed since the 2020 election, in my opinion, don't do very much. So we still have an uphill battle being fought every inch of the way by the opposition. We don't know all of the extent of the rigging and whether it can all be controlled or not remains to be seen. Now let's listen to excerpts from a more than one-hour podcast from The America Project, run by election fraud warriors Patrick Byrne, former founder and former CEO of Overstock.com, and Javon Hutton Pulitzer. I'm used, to, calling, I'm used to, to pronouncing that last word Pulitzer, but he pronounces it Pulitzer, multimillionaire businessman and inventor. Uh, that's Javon Hutton Pulitzer. It's about – as they see it, the 12 top lies and truths you can take away from the audit results and report in Maricopa, of Maricopa in Arizona. If you're interested in hearing all of their comments about these lies and truths about the audit report, I highly recommend that you listen to the whole podcast. You can find it, among other places, posted on rumble.com on the America Project's channel there. The America Project was founded to get people the truth about the 2020 election, identify the dangers we are facing today as a nation in this regard, and things you can do to fight for truly free and fair elections. Because if we are unable to turn around this horrible crisis we face today, wherein our elections are rigged and giving the political left control of the country, it means the end of the USA as we have known it. As you listen to their comments, be aware that Pulitzer and Byrne believe there are at least some 300,000 highly questionable and likely illegal votes that were cast in Arizona in the 2020 election. Now, before we play the soundbite, let me briefly review for you those 12 key lies and truths about the audit that Byrne and Pulitzer and Joe Flynn, younger brother of retired general and former Trump advisor Mike Flynn, lay out in reacting to the audit report, which had been at this time presented the day before in Arizona. Number one, lie. The audit affirmed Joe Biden, Joe Biden won. Number two, truth. The audit was not a recount. It focused on process. Number three, truth. The audit affirmed the certified election included illegal votes. Number four, lie. The machines were not connected to the Internet. And together with number five, truth. The machines were connected to the Internet. Number six, lie. The election was the most secure in history. Number seven, truth. Maricopa County election officials broke the law. Number eight, truth. Counting ballots more than once is against the law. Number nine, truth. Deleting the November 20 election database is against the law. Number 10, truth. There is camera footage of an election official at the computer when it was deleted. Number 11, lie. Maricopa County election officials have nothing to worry about. Well, that will depend, of course, on how corrupt our uh, government officials are and the judiciary probably. Twelve, truth, the Constitution matters, laws matter. If I live in Arizona, I'd be very upset. Okay, now that you have the layout, play soundboy, play soundboy two, please. Hello, Team Freedom. Patrick Byrne here was going to take one last swig of my, my drink to get ready for this show. Is this going to be an exciting show? This is the... Audit report aftermath. The audit was delivered in Maricopa yesterday. The chogies are spitting and trying to get in front. They, 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 there was a leaked report Friday morning. It turns out not to have been the real report, and the press has been out there spinning. And the, the real report came out in the afternoon. 
It says September 24th on the cover. And boy, is that a heart stopper. We're going to walk through and debunk, well, all kinds of crazy spin that's coming out of Maricopa these days rather than people wanting to face what's in that report. Let's go. So, and let me introduce my wonderful guest today, Joe Flynn. Younger and wiser brother of of Mike Flynn, something what, what and Jovan Hutton Pulitzer, of course, a longtime friend of the movement. Hello, gentlemen. Patrick, good That's to new. see you as always. We ready to rock? We're going to walk through twelve of these. I'm going to give each of you a chance to explain why something's a lie or the truth. Let's go to the first one. The audit affirmed Joe Biden won. Is that a lie or the truth? Jovan, go ahead. It's it is the big lie. Yeah. Why is that? It's the big lie, because what they're doing is a little bit of smoke and mirrors saying, well, that's what the count said. This has never been about the count. This has been about the compliance. And there's a big difference between uh, phony paper, phony ballots, everything else and what really went down. So they're still doing what the media does. They're just lying to you. So let's let's move on to number number two. Uh, the, here's, this is true. I'll say up front, this is true. The audit was not a recount. It focused on process. As one of the important subcontractors in this process, Jovan, how, how can you explain that statement, please? As I said many times, this has never been about who's president. It's not right. even been about what party won. This is only about election integrity. The baseline of that is the 14th Amendment was everybody's vote handled the same way with protection under the law. That is the bedrock of everything. If one precinct treated these people differently versus these people here, there is an issue. If this was a a, 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 a baseball team, it would be worse than the bad news bears. No rules were followed. It was a free-for-all And it looked like people were kind of making it up as they go. But the most important thing that came to me is this. You can tell they were watching the numbers the entire time. But this process, rock on, proved their process was dead on arrival. Okay, so next go to uh, the, the truth. The audit affirmed the certified election included illegal votes. That was true. Why is that true, Jovan? It's a true on many fronts. A, just the duplication of a ballot is, in fact, an illegal vote. Actually having signature confirmation laws in place and then allowing votes to come through with no signature is two things. It is also illegal and it is a blatant uh, travesty against equal protection under the law. Okay, so let's go to the next uh, number four. Number four and number five go to the, together. The machines were not connected to the Internet, or the machines were connected to the Internet. What do you say, Jovan? <laughs> the machines uh, were not connected to the Internet is another big lie. The machines were connected to the Internet is the absolute truth. Think of it as, and I thought it was a great example that the colonel gave yesterday, you have a house. 
and your house has a front door and that's your security door you're protecting. But in the rest of the house, opening is the windows. You have 59 of those and you're standing there trying to protect the front door. And all of those windows are screwed wide open. open, wide open that people can interfere and come in. It's not that just there were so many connections. There were thousands and thousands of transactions going on. These things are connected to the net. And I think Dr. Shiva hammered it home. What's a transaction? Well, when they actually go in and look at the records, that's a transaction. So somehow the one thing that everybody worries about in elections is somebody's writing Big Brother over it, right? And so we have this Big Brother bullying and ballots all kind of coming into one thing. And so they were at, at its minimum from the outside looking in People had their fingers into our election management system, watching every vote come through and understanding the numbers. The smoking gun. Which is all illegal. It's all illegal. 100% illegal. Well, what's really interesting is, you know, the industry has said our machines are never connected to the Internet. (laughs) This past year, the Election Commission tried to write verbiage in the new laws going forward for their association, which is only these voting companies. But they did write laws. Okay, we'll go ahead and confirm they're not connected to the Internet. They got sued by each of the voting companies, their own association run by them to remove that language. They don't even want that in there. It is they they sell a lie to everybody that's not true. And so think about it. They can't even, we don't even know who these are. We don't know if they were foreign actors, domestic actors, people right there in the precinct. But the smoking gun is, pause for a moment. Look at Dr. Shiva's last graphic. And it went up, though in a timeline, you can't do that insertion if you're not following the numbers in real time. Right, exactly. That that, that one anecdotal piece of fact that Shiva put out that Interesting. After November the third, there was a twenty-five percent surge, surge in these duplicate ballots that came in. Shows that there was somebody monitoring this. This is a monitoring operation. Let's go to, to let's go to number six. Then let's go to number six. My kitty cat's the, going nuts here. I see your cat boy. <laughs> she's pissed off too. She's this not election happy. was the most secure in history. Is that true or false? What would you say? Oh God. You're, you take it, Joe. I'm going to say no. I mean, come on. This is, again, we're going to, we, we've done one comprehensive forensic audit in one of the largest counties in the country, and we've shown how insecure the the the, the uh, presentation by Mr. Cotton yesterday was actually earth-shattering, and, and it should right. scare the shit out of every citizen in this country, right. just about how unbelievably vulnerable our election systems are in this country. and. I actually think Arizona's more organized than a lot of other states. Let's go to number seven. There's some other reactions to pay attention to because uh, the Maricopa County election officials broke the law. Uh, I, that's a truth, and that's a simple truth. Let's not. That's all getting buried. One thing which is unambiguous is that they broke the law. Why is that, Jovan? Well, they broke the law in numerous ways, but just not protecting the records properly. That is the simplest core is a crime. They committed that crime hands down. Now, there there are other crimes like being in the system, erasing records, making things change, making things disappear. There are many crimes, but the obvious one is low-hanging fruit, and it's going to be a good test of that AG, of whether that AG has some cojones 
if he's going to prosecute it. If yeah, he wants to run for Senate next year. He doesn't run. If, you know, if he if he doesn't stand tall on this, he has. Well, what's great is it takes care of itself. Arizona right. is so up in furor about this. He sabotages a political career if he doesn't right. take. It. Uh, number eight, counting ballots more than once is against the law. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. Many rules on the books uh, about that. And the way it works is, is when the ballots come in, this is incumbent upon the person looking at the ballots that if they identify a double ballot, but they take the step to go ahead and count it, they have committed a felony. Then it goes upstream. That upstream next uh, level of accountability is then those that certify it. If they're certifying it and know and suspect there are duplicate ballots in it and haven't addressed it and haven't removed them, they too are committing a felony. What I find very, very interesting is this data in the audit is going to be very hard to back away from that potentially they didn't know. They're going to claim it. They're going to claim it. But when you have multiple dupes of multiple of the same ballots, it begins to look like an operation, not an accident. Next up, number nine. Uh, was deleting the November 2020 election database against the law, Jovan? Th that is, it, it, it's really interesting in this one. Remember, people forget that they think when we vote, we vote as a nation. It's actually not true. We vote as states. So there's state laws. And the federal part of it really doesn't come in a lot to our state stuff because you're operating it in your own state. But when it comes to deleting the data, you have now not only violated your state laws, you have now raised this to the states of violating federal law. This is a serious one. Yep. It's fifth, just the code for the lawyers out there is 52 USC 2701. 2701. Retain and preserve for That's right. 22 months from the date of any general, special, or primary election. And has been ratified, 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 and ratified over time. It's never been in question. And here's the funny part. When did they erase it? They erased it. Well, the day before they turned it all over. Almost literally, the timing is is the timing is another clue, right? The timing is another clue. Here is everything. Literally, it's almost to the tune of they're just making sure just before it gets to the door of the audit and has to be that it all goes poof and it goes away. But what's most important, again, we have seen electing officials get away with horrendous things. We saw this with Hillary when they said, well, that's not what I intended. I didn't know. I think the smoking gun on this one is the fact you cannot attribute it to human error. Here's why. Because they wrote code. That means some coder had to understand where the breaks in the system were that would identify they had problems. Somebody instructed that coder to write code to sniff those out and then eliminate those. That is willful. That is 100% intent. Let's go on to number 10, though, right now. Uh, there is camera footage of an elected official at the computer when the data was deleted. Can you talk, tell us about that? That was a great – you got a round of applause yesterday. That was a huge round of applause. 
thank God for cameras. And I think it's ironic that in Maricopa, the liberals said that this wasn't a transparent audit. This was the most transparent of transparent anything and set the standard for transparency. Well, one of the things that went on is in the videotaping of some of these activities, uh, investigators were every, uh, able to go back and watch the footage of people, thank God, and see what went on when it wasn't in the audit, when other people were doing other things. Lo and behold, the bad actor who was, in fact, forcing themselves into the system and doing nefarious things was, in fact, caught on camera, can be identified, and I look forward to that information being forwarded to the AG and something being done about it. Number 11. Maricopa County election officials have nothing to worry about. Ah, <laughs> go ahead, Jovan. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall. I watched the Maricopa County officials tweeting as the testimony went on. And what they would tweet would, of course, be the opposite of what was being said. But they were rehashing tweets backwards that they started way back in January. Like, well, we turned all that stuff over January 15th, which is absolute lies. I don't really know who they have doing it. But I think just the fact that they're following it blow by blow, giving very weak reasons why it happens is is very telling. I think all of the Maricopa County officials have a lot to worry about. I know specifically when I look at the uh, uh, Board of Supervisors, and of course they have five supervisory districts. If you were just to look at Jack Sellers, who of course there's all kinds of uh, articles and stories and photos of him with Chinese officials, etc. He's always come out and said this audit was junk. But more importantly, if you look at his 137 precincts, I think it's very telling that in his 137 precincts, not only was his adjudication rejection in a lot of cases 100% higher than all of the other districts, uh, it's also interesting that his district is the one that had the most R's, meaning it was a Republican area, that finally turned D. And he maybe only won his race by a few hundred votes. I smell a rat in those numbers. Number 12, the Constitution matters. Laws matter. If I'd lived in Arizona, I'd be very upset. Would you agree with that, Jovan? Um, This is alarming because if nothing is done about these egregious acts, then you have to understand as a citizen of Arizona what you care about, what you want, what you demand, what you expect, no longer matters. You might as well accept the fact you're a slave, you're a battery unit. That is yep. what this means. You now have evidence that you, the voter, what all of this is supposed to be about, all of this is about you, not about politicians, about you as the individual voter. And now that you see they didn't give a rat hoo-hoo about you, you now have to do something, or you might as well go ahead and fence off your state Everybody wear the same uniform, understand you're living in the matrix and you're a battery unit, and just understand your cattle now. Your life's over. There's 180-ish countries in the world, 150 have elections and 30 don't. You're now, and those 30, they're like Yemen or something. You're uh, North Korea, No, not meaningful elections. Arizona is now one of them. That's right. And, you, and you're a serf. You're a serf. You do not live under an elected government. You do not live under a government that you elected. Your entire election, what we heard yesterday, don't believe what the chogis in the mainstream are telling you. Oh, it showed that the recount was accurate. 
that's a big red herring. You now have no reason to believe you live in an elected uh, under a democratic society. They, for one thing, what's unambiguous is they wiped out all the records. So anytime a county official does that, it doesn't matter anymore what he says happened. He's not willing to provide the backup. The whole thing's over. Um, The, yeah, there's no For Arizona, this is about what's coming next. And make make no mistake about it. Arizona, if you don't take this personally and get pissed, let me tell you what's going to happen. Your personal property is going away. Your gun ownership is going away. Your right to choose your doctor and everything else is going away. You will take the jab whether you want to or not. And you're, for the rest of your life, your kids, your grandkids, and everybody else, you're going to be told what to do. And the bottom line is, Arizona, you're A in the alphabet, but you also got the first bite at the apple to fix this. You have to not only the United States and every other state, the world's depending on you. You have to do is, something about this. The world is depending on Jovan. Let's cut to the chase, isn't it? As the two guys who've been for almost a year out there predicting what was going to come out of this report, right. as we knew we've had it sussed out by November mm-hmm. 2015. Is it fair to say that if we had unlimited time, there are five other states we can go and do the same thing and improve the exact same kinds of fraud? Absolutely. This is a pattern. This is an orchestration. This is a very sophisticated playbook that was enacted. Now, they all did a little bit different versions in their end run around the end, but they're operating from the same playbook. If you think Arizona findings were big, wait till you see some of the other states because Patrick nailed it. Arizona is a sophisticated state when it comes to voting. Arizona has its crap together, even though they were made to look like idiots yesterday. Some of these other states haven't taken it as seriously as Arizona. The errors are even more egregious. It is just a matter of time. You got to fight for it. We got to get in there because this is not a one-off. This is a six-pack baby and bigger than that. What Javon Pulitzer says at the end, they're referring to a six-pack. I believe he's referring to what should be revealed if true forensic audits are performed in all of the six key swing states that decided the 2020 election for Biden and other Democrats. That last truth, number 10, number 12, I'm sorry, that the Constitution and laws matter is the thing that worries me the most. Up to this point, at least, it definitely has been demonstrated that our Constitution does not in fact, matter, at least to many people in positions of power and influence in our country and society today. Do we ultimately have enough uncorrupted by globalist oligarch and Chinese Communist Party money and power individuals in our government and private sectors that the truth will prevail and justice be served and this horrendously corrupt, fraudulent 2020 election be decertified and overturned? That, for me, is the big question of our time, and only time will tell us what the answer will be. That's it for another show. As always, we hope you found the content of value. You can listen to a podcast of this show in the next few days after it's posted on the Jim Benson page at bbsradio.com. Look for us again two weeks from today in this same time slot. Have a great rest of your day and evening.